bitches. In criminal court to law. <laughs> Why well, had to be the criminal court to law? <laughs> I could have just been the court to law, but I had to criminalize it myself. I just put myself under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the criminal's court. You're going into the criminal's Here you are. court. I was like, give me your new podcast. Here you are. <laughs> Don't criminal's court. And look up yes. cases. Look up cases. No, people call us the criminals. They call us and tell us what they did, and we tell them if that was a good thing or not, or if it was a criminal thing. Yeah. Most of the time, the answer will be yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Are you recording for real? Yes. Okay. Do your thing. I don't even remember what we're talking about. Good day. <laughs> good day. Good day, mate. You are listening to Destination Waiting Pulled. Or Criminal Minds. Okay, that was horrible. Uh, criminal, what was it? Criminal Court. Criminal Courts of Law. Criminal Court. Dun, dun, dun. Today we are. Today we're talking about. Today, for real, we are talking about. So we're trying to do a Photographers. Oh, God. And we're videographers. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing a genre, or like we're we're on a roll, or we're we're looking at vendors, guys. Vendors. Are there vendors out there listening to us? I don't see any. <laughs> so we're doing videographers and photographers. <laughs> photographers. That's what I said. I have. Photographer stories, and Laisha has videographer stories, apparently. Yes. So, apparently. And I'm Laisha. But, and, and this is Destination Wedding. Yes, yeah, so and I'm Christina. But, so tell your, because you have stories about stuff that real life happened. It's in the list. Okay, well, I had a wedding this one weekend, and the guests were absolute pains in the arse. G'day. <laughs> You're a dumbass. The typical sort that got their phones out for photos and completely blocks my shots. We know somebody like that. Fortunately, <laughs> I was the second shooter. But what so- are you talking about? Does that? She doesn't get in the way. Oh, okay. See, so you have to take that out. We'll take that out. I'm gonna take it off. Just put it by itself and then post it on Facebook and say, yeah. "This Could is you- what Christina said." Oh, she would. So, but it's so utterly stupid and disrespectful. Exactly. <laughs> Not you. Especially in small venues where it's difficult to get around a large crowd. So many of my shots were ruined by the overzealous moms wanting to get snaps on their phones while I'm at the back trying to shoot around them. Let's really, t- that's a very, it's very important that y'all think, know that. It, pictures look bad with your phones up. I mean, I would just say have no phone. Put your fucking phone down. For God's sake, fifteen no, minutes. There, people are pay- like the photography and the the food is the and beverage are the, are the biggest, costs. and they're the, they're the things that matter the most. 
The photography is the only thing in the videography and your spouse is the only <laughs> thing that you're taking with you. You have after, nothing else. After the wedding day. So you have to get good pictures. Yeah. So put have your fucking guests put their fucking phones down before I fucking kill them. Yes. And I- and here's another thing to the guests. You're not going to get a better picture than the photographer is going to get but most of the time. But I do understand wanting to get one or two. But you should have one person who doesn't need to get one or one for the, and then be done. Like, I understand. It's hard. So that's a well, hard Well, here's thing. another idea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you have one. So one of my weddings decided to have the officiant announce at the beginning I'm going to give you 10 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever Aww. to take as many pictures of you want right now as you want right now and then put your phones away. And so that way people get their pictures. The bride and groom can pose like it's a fun time for them to do fun poses oh, that's and cute. stuff I like that. It. So I'm going to so. put that. Remind me that that's a thing so I can make that a tip too. On, okay. On, okay. Remind yeah. me to remind you. Oh, shit. Okay, well, let's hear your story about two videographers. Moments before the bride. This is from culturehub.com with a K. Culture is with a K, not com. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. (laughs) Moments before the bride walked down the aisle, the groom told his best man, dude, you got to get me out of here. The videographer had him mic'd and that was recorded. He heard the whole thing. He fixed it, obviously. He didn't put it in the video, and they got married, but... Oh, my God, but wouldn't you want to be the person that knew that? I mean, I would want to know that he said that felt that way. That's awful. Well, I, I would, too, but it's not really the videographer's business. He's... I don't know at what point do you step in. Yeah. As a vendor. This is a longer one. Natalie said that she was on a tight budget for her big day, so when she saw a Facebook ad for an affordable... Unquote... Whatever. Quote, unquote photographer her interest was piqued and she clicked on it the photographer april keller reportedly quoted natalie 250 dollars for 100 photos which the bride found acceptable after checking april's work natalie didn't find anything suspicious she said that the photos on facebook looked good and she even had some stunning sample works in her album little did she know all of those photos have been stolen from her other websites but when she found out it was already too late Oh, no. According to Natalie's statement, she met the photographer before the wedding and gave her a list of about 40 photos she wanted. These included shots with her bridesmaid, close family, and photos of the cake, but they also agreed that April was going to cover the photo booth photos and those at the reception. What? On the, yeah. <clears throat> on the big day. That doesn't sound like an hour and 100 pictures. 100 pictures. She gave her 40 that she wanted, and then so she had 60 more that she could take over the other stuff. Oh. Okay. Anyway. On the big day, the bride figured out that something was off. That the, the, that the photographer was trying to synchronize her snaps with someone in the audience who was taking photos with a flash. April reportedly admitted at the wedding that she had problems with her camera and that the flash didn't work. Natalie became suspicious and it reportedly turned out was for good reason. After the wedding, the photographer allegedly sent a handful of pictures through Facebook Messenger and there were not even near the hundred. There were only three that were good pictures. Okay. The bride said, adding that there are photos that she could have taken herself. You can imagine how great her disappointment was, but it got worse. Natalie said that April offered her a free family photo shoot to apologize. She and about (laughs) 10 members of her family appeared at the chosen location. Oh, no. But the photographer didn't show up. 
Oh my God. April said that her husband had health problems after Natalie's wedding. The same source reports that she closed her photography business, but it seems that she opened another one. You get what you pay for, and if you're going to try to save money on any part of your wedding, don't let it be your photographer. I mean, I feel bad for the photographer too because they said her husband got sick, but. Well, sure, that sucks, but that doesn't mean. Yeah. Could you, you imagine gonna, yeah. coming to a wedding with one camera and one flash on your flash? I mean, like, you just have to be more prepared. <laughs> you just have to be. I don't even. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my first two are small, but my all the other ones are long. My next one is from policyb.co.uk. Kavita Gadok and her husband, Lewis, paid $6,000 for photographer Chris Walters to document their four-day-long conventional wedding ceremony. They were left distraught, however, when he apparently went missing after the occasion and didn't deliver the promised photographs and video footage. The couple claimed to have spent two and a half years pleading for their precious memories only for every message sent to be completely ignored by Walters. <clears throat> Not that story. That's terrible. Oh, that's a, well, that was a photo and a video one. <laughs> yeah. Two years, two and a half years, and he's, they don't have any pictures of their wedding day. That's, that's awful. terrible. So then, like, that's the thing, too, I guess. So it says when Thomas, whatever, when they commissioned the wedding photography of these people for a bargain of 750 whatever, I think that, I don't know what that, they were a happy couple. Anyway, <clears throat> their happiness evaporated when the photos of their special day arrived. They got a bunch of out-of-focus focus shots, images of the backs of head, guest heads, and one memorable shot fe featuring a spooky floating hand where a child's head had been bad badly edited out. The couple, full, the couple demanded a full refund but got less than half their money back after the photographer went bust. That sucks. It's so bad. Ooh. You're trying to get a kid out and there's a hand. <laughs> Just a floating hand. <laughs> Brides Amy and Tegan paid $1,900 for videography packages with Simplicity Films, a business run by a young man named Ashley. Looking at the footage on his website, they saw plenty of beautifully filmed and edited videos. After their respective weddings, the brides waited seven months to get the 45-minute cinematic feature film, <laughs> which is already alarming. <laughs> But when they did receive them, Amy and Tegan were unpleasantly surprised. Their wedding videos were nothing like promised. They were shaky, with terrible audio, and completely unusable. Furious brides reached out to the investigative news show, A Current Affair. Amy described her video as something a child could have filmed. <laughs> she said... It's so shaky that her husband calls it found footage in the Blair Witch product <laughs> project. Tegan adds, the footage of me walking down the aisle is so shaky and so disgusting. He's cut off my head and my dad's head oh and most of it is focused on my bum. It's horrible. What's more, the brides were allegedly promised raw footage too, but they say they never received it. For those who don't know, raw footage is just basically raw. Like, you haven't done anything to it. You've recorded it, and this, no, I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Yeah. Without any editing. A few more brides reached out to a current affair with the same accusations. The show's reporter then confronted Ashley, who admitted that he's just a year 12 student. 
That means he's around 16 or 17 years old. <laughs> Ashley's subcontractor, Georgia Spencer, says that he lied to her about his age and told her that he'd been doing wedding videography since he was eight years old, <laughs> which is another question mark. Right. She adds that he owes her $1,000. Another videography reportedly said to a current affair that he's waiting on the same sum from Ashley. He doesn't pay rent. I don't know what bills he has, so where has the money gone? (laughs) When asked what he did with the money, Ashley said that he had sent off a lot of it for refunds. He admitted that he's in over his head. No wonder. According to a current affair, Ashley's dad sent out $400 to one of the brides and the rest hoped to get their refunds. Simplicity Films website has been taken down and it's not available at the time of this article. People do. I mean, he looks too young. I see how I feel after them, don't I? There was a doctor that did that once. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ohio-based bride-to-be Kate turned to Facebook in search of a wedding photographer to capture her wedding day. Responding to the inquiry, Tower Photography offered two hours of photography at the reception in addition to an engagement shoot with her husband-to-be for $600. However, when the blushing bride reviews the shots from her engagement shoot, she was upset to see that she and her partner had been visibly photoshopped to make the couple look much thinner. Oh, my gosh. Heard by the ordeal, Kate complained to the photographer. She was offered a cancellation on the rest of the contract, including the wedding day, but was told her $150 deposit wouldn't be refunded. To make matters worse, Kate later discovered an offensive post about her and her fiancé on a local Facebook book group here's the thing though you only lost 150 dollars and you have some terrible terrible pictures pictures, whatever and that photographer was that a cat it's the cat oh it's meatball yeah i don't even remember so it's not that bad yeah yeah it's not that bad because they like that's just his style i guess but i mean not that it's justified but right just don't use him because right. apparently he doesn't like people who doesn't <laughs> look, who don't look the way right whatever clients of an upstate wedding videographer are fed up they <laughs> haven't been able to get wedding videos they paid for and their calls are going unanswered um so seven news and the better business bureau went looking for answers wedding videographer brian kelly told his clients the videos would take two to four months from the time of the last payment but some couples have been waiting for more than a year and are very worried they will never see the cherished images of their big day nick and megan noble got married in october of 2015 a year and three months later you won't see any video even though their parents paid two installments totaling nineteen hundred dollars to kelly before the wedding day we just want the video we just want him to do the right thing with her son abroad lisa franco says she has reached out to kelly via email and phone countless times in the last six months with no response the Better Business Bureau has received four complaints on Brian Kelly Multimedia, which includes his wedding videos and other productions with a similar theme. Preceding the wedding, he's very communicative, gives timelines, prices, dates, but as soon as the wedding's over, that's when it just kind of falls to the wayside. 
and they've paid some over $2,000, most at least 1600 and then they just don't hear anything. Wow. Side note, completely not about anything. I'm reading this story, and I see Wayside. How do you spell that? What? Wayside? Yeah, like if something falls by the wayside. W-A-Y-S-I-D-E. This says W-A-S-T-E hyphen S-I-D-E. That's weird. So, okay. So I didn't fuck Tell that up. Um, I don't know. Let's see. <clears throat> so most photographers will probably have experienced tedious demands and bizarre requests from their clients at one point or another. But one photographer was left particularly bewildered after receiving a lab report of feedback from a couple who had a lot to say about their wedding photo album. (laughs) The couple had apparently gone in painstaking detail, printing off every photograph and annotating each one with their constructive criticism for everything and anything from framing of the subjects to the exposure of the backdrop. Oh, my God. Uh, The story became topic of debate amongst social media users, with many stating that the photos didn't meet the standards expected when exchanging money for the job, while others defended the images by saying they had not yet been retouched by the photographer. (laughs) If they hadn't been retouched by the photographer, why did the the couple have them? So, there was just, uh, probably they didn't have all the information, but it sounds like to me that they were like, had like diagrams and stuff written. Like, can you imagine getting like oh my God. all 500 pictures back and every picture on the back? It's got, I can just like see it. <laughs> I can see it from one of our clients oh, just really? being like, do you, do you see where the centerpiece is? It's actually supposed to be um, a little bit yeah. over there. Yeah. No, we like people who want to just, like, today, she was like, so we just, like, show up, right? And I'm, like, thinking, I mean, I want to say yes to that, but I know that there's a few things, so I have to, like, get in my head the list of things that they actually do have to do. But, yes, just show up. Please, Jesus, just show up. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Oh, Wayside was right. W-A-Y-S-I-D-E. But Waste Side is a thing. It's the side of or land adjacent to a road or path. I know, but maybe he... But if it falls by the wayside, that could mean that, too. Yeah. Like, just a trash on the side of the road. Yeah, but they may be talking another language that was, you know, or know another language. You know, so it thinks it wasted side. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, what's your next story, Lish? Mm, Okay. During one of my past weddings, the videographer totally failed. We had him for like two hours, but okay, this must be a planner or something. Because I'm like, one of my past weddings. How many past weddings do you have? <laughs> um, we had him for two for two hours, but the couple didn't really have... Oh. This <laughs> Is this your story? No. Why would you think that? This is my story, and I wrote it out because I'm dumb. During one of my past weddings, um, we had him for two hours, but the couple didn't have a lot of money, and but it was really important that they have him because their parents couldn't come because they were sick. 
Okay. A couple weeks after the wedding, I get an email from the videographer saying he lost the ceremony. Like, the most important part. Oh, and... He was like, I still put together a nice little thing for them. And I was like, that's not... Like, you didn't... You <laughs> lost the most important part. Like, this is the only way that their parents are going to see. And I got them a full refund, but they were never able to share that video and those that's memories terrible. with their parents. That's awful. And yeah, Steph and Paul were so disappointed with their wedding album, they ended up suing their photographer in small claims court. The couple claimed that one in three of their happiest days of their lives were blurry. 96 images were of inappropriate shots of the bridesmaids. And only 11 <laughs> featured the groom. And none featured the groom's Oh, parents. my gosh. <laughs> I they too. won That's their case. Ag- yeah, they won their case against the photographer after he failed to file a defense. His photography business folded soon after, and with he claiming he got too much hassle out of doing weddings, it's really a matter of opinion whether or not the agreed package is fulfilled. But like, no, that's not what. No. Did he say it's a matter of opinion whether, whether the package was fulfilled? fulfilled? Yeah, so he's not taking responsibility. That's but. not a matter of opinion. <laughs> if it's it's either fulfilled... There's 11 of the groom. <laughs> or it's not fulfilled. Yeah. I don't have any more. I don't know why I said that. You said you had nine. I know, and I recopied. No, I had eight, though. But I, apparently I copied one for the same one. Oh, and I took one, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Kelly Roberts posted on Facebook a screenshot of an email she says she received from Kara Hamstra of Caramount Pictures about her wedding videography. Here's what the email says. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for contacting us here at Caramount Pictures. Congratulations on your engagement. You must be getting so excited. Smiley face. I say this with much care because I know that your union is incredibly important to you, but we do not film homosexual weddings. Oh, my gosh. Wishing you both good health and peace during these stressful COVID times. Wow, I think I read that one, too. Within 22 hours, the post had more than 3,600 shares and over 1,600 comments. By noon Tuesday, the Facebook page for Caramount Pictures had a review of 1.0 out of 5 based on over 870 people, including other reviews alleging similar incidents. Justice Anderson says when she and her partner, Simone Roberts, contacted Caramount Pictures last year, she was told they don't shoot or video any same-sex couples as well. We were a little shocked by that, but didn't really think anything of it up until we had seen how many other people that they've done this to. My thing is, if you don't like somebody or you don't agree with somebody with what they're doing, don't you don't have to do their wedding, but don't be like, no, I don't, you're gross because you're home. Like, you, if you don't want to do a wedding because... Well, I mean, but isn't it the same... Th- I mean, maybe they should make it put it on their website, but isn't it the same thing as walking downtown? I mean, I don't agree with people not being inclusive. No. But there are people who feel like that, and so we have to be inclusive in those people as well. But so when we walk downtown, you know, there's the rainbow on the, the jewelry to let people... It's jewelry store outside the door to let you know. Because it is... And we have to let other people have their own opinions, too, you know, so... 
if you're gonna be like that, which is very disrespectful, then maybe you should let that be known on your on your website, website. and yeah. or probably just say, "I'm sorry, we're not available for that date." I mean, I, yeah. Like, I'm never gonna turn away a same-sex couple because of that. I mean, I might turn you away because you're dicks. But I'm not going to turn you away because you're gay. But if I needed to turn somebody away because I didn't like them, which I have, I've just been like, I'm sorry. That's more about personality and not somebody's belief either. Like, your belief isn't about, that's not why. It's about energy. Oh, there's not ever yeah. a yeah. time that I'm judging somebody but so much that I'm like, I'm not doing your wedding because you're Based this religion you or you're have, this Because your gender. belief is inclusivity. Inclusive yes, inclusivity. So. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your next story? <laughs> it's not my next story, but it's the end of this oh. story. In Ontario, all persons are meant to be free from discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. And that includes the ser- that service providers don't have the ability to refuse people based on their sexual orientation, despite how the owners or people who are providing the service feel about that. So, this was in Ontario, and oh, so they, they, be in trouble. they, they did get in trouble. They're not allowed to have a business. So, moving on. <laughs> this is my seventh story. This is just like the Laisha podcast, I think. Yeah. Okay, we'll change the name later. Okay. I already have a logo. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yes, it sucks if your photographer or videographer misses the mark and doesn't capture your ceremony and reception as you had envisioned. And it sucks even worse if you spent $4,100 on said wedding photography and videographer. <laughs> One dis- disappointed Manhattan groom, Todd Remus, waited six whole years to file a lawsuit against his wedding photographer and videographer, who he says failed to shoot the last 15 minutes of the wedding which is pretty standard, and created a two-hour video from their six-hour wedding. Also very standard. Right. Actually, two hours is fucking long, and nobody's ever going to watch that. (laughs) The groom's solution to make this all right is for the company to fork over $48,000 to pay for another wedding for him. including flying in out-of-town wedding guests all the way from Latvia for his New York wedding recreation. One big issue of all this, Todd and his bride are divorced. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he doesn't even know where she lives right now. But that's besides the point, insists the groom. He still wants proper memories of that day, even if the marriage didn't take. Oh, wow. The photo and video studio, H&H, a longstanding institution in New York City, is pretty upset that a state Supreme Court justice who quoted Barbara Streisand's The Way We Were, in her opinion, is allowing the case to proceed. (laughs) They've now spent $50,000 to fight the suit, To quote another awesome female singer, isn't it ironic? (laughs) And that was that um, article that I just read is was in 2011. I could not find 
the lawsuit anywhere. Oh. So I'm sure if um, our one listener is a sleuth, like <laughs> they could find it, but I don't have time for that. <laughs> um, okay, and my final story. Dallas, Texas-based Copper Stallion Media had been booked to film the wedding of Justin Montney and Alex. Alexis Wyatt, who reportedly put down a non-refundable $1,800 upfront uh, retainer for the services. Tragically, this is going to take a turn, so trigger alert. The 22-year-old Wyatt died in a car crash in February. Oh, no. Montney then reached out to Copper Stallion Media for a refund, believing that the company should grant it because the wedding cancellation was out of Montney's control. Okay, so at this point, everybody is fine with what they're doing, and it totally sucks what happened. But I can see why they would keep their non-refundable. I would give it back. Yeah. But I can see why and legally they're in the right. Yeah. For now. Is anybody okay? Um. When the company refused, Montney left a negative review for the company on the knot with his story and experience. We're still okay. Copper Stallion Media then allegedly threatened to sue for defamation, leading Montney to turn to the local news outlet KRDO for helping in bringing the dispute to the public's attention. Oh, God, there's a dead person. <laughs> Copper Stallion Media's next move? Oh, no. It set up a website at justinmontney.com. <gasps> With a lengthy statement that included its email exchange with Montney. The statement has since been taken down, but it can still be read on the Internet Archive's Wayback Machine. BuzzFeed News notes that the portrait of Montney at the top of the page appeared to have been taken from Montney's college athletics team page and then photoshopped to look like a mugshot. In the news story, he admits that the contract was non-refundable, but says we should give the money back due to the circumstance, the company writes. Um, life is a bitch, Justin. Oh, God. The co- that was from the company. That was not from me. I just <laughs> want to make that clear. The company then explains why it won't budge on its non-refundable deposit policy. First, when you reserve the date with us, that date is yours. We block that date off in our calendar so no one else can book that specific date. If something should ever happen and the wedding is canceled, like in this scenario, we keep that money as liquidated damages as there is a likelihood that we will never rebook that date with someone else. Everything he's saying is fine. (laughs) Second... (laughs) Justin and his fiance booked two videographers with us. Now we have two shooters who cannot film that day and lose out on that income. Non-refundable deposits are the industry standard. Everything they said is to absolutely true. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I would give it back, but they're not wrong now, right, right now. So Copper Stallion Media says that since the 
uh, quote, smear campaign began, it has been flooded with emails, phone calls, comments, and negative reviews online, including 75 one-star reviews on The Knot in the span of hours. (laughs) The company ends its statements with some more harsh words for Montney. We understand a death occurred, but it's not right for people to turn to the internet and sodomize the reputation of a company. (laughs) This is malice, and the intent was to do harm. We know Justin is still young and in his 20s, but this was wrong. He could have quietly filed a small claim to, quote, try to recoup the (laughs) non-refundable deposit. Instead, he chose the internet to shake us down. This website is registered this website is registered with us for the next two years. Thanks to your non-refundable deposit, you support this website and domain. Welcome to the interwebs, you stupid shit. Wow. On the day the wedding was originally booked for Copper Stallion Media took to its Facebook page to share another harsh word for Montney. Oh my god, not on the day of the wedding. And they posted a picture of them too. (gasps) What did it say? Today would have been the day where we would have filmed Justin and Alexis' wedding day in in Colorado Springs. After what Justin pulled with the media stunt to try and shake us down for a refund... We hope you sob and cry all day for what would have been your wedding day. Oh, my God. Sorry, not sorry. Are you kidding? And then a picture of them and their college graduation things. And it says, Alexis, Athena, and Justin. May 23rd, 2020, Colorado Springs, Colorado, today. What did they do? That's it. Um. We hope you sob and cry all day for what would have been your wedding day. That's mean as fuck. Like, okay. I'm laughing because it's that terrible. No. Everything was okay. The refund part, we get it. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. I would refund it. Most people probably would. You don't. That's your prerogative. That is a thing. I mean, like, maybe you do have to pay your... What if you do? And then you're out that yeah. money because somebody died. I mean, like, so. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's there. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that that's one of them, but that is why it's there, and he has the right to do that. Yeah. But he's a fucking, or I assume it's a man, <laughs> because all men are tigs, but this guy, this person wow. is an asshole. Yeah. I hope he's sobbing. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. I'm great now. What? We didn't do that on a great note. <laughs> That's awful. Well, thanks for... Li- so, bet your videographers and photographers or... Videographers and photographers. Wedding Hire a wedding... wedding planner is going to be from my area. They're going to know programmer. the people. And they're going to be able to tell you. Just trust your wedding planner. All right. Rate, review, respond. Subscribe. Thank you, Jessica Thomas, for... Being our only listener. Probably not our only, but thank you. Well, the only one we've heard from so far. Yes. That's it. Um, Also, this is coming out like two weeks after we're recording this, so maybe we've heard from other people by now. So (laughs) we love you all. Yeah, crossing our fingers. Including Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, let's let's try to do it together. One, two, three. See, see you next see Tuesday. You. you go too fast. You're like, see you next Tuesday. Oh my god. See, see you next Tuesday. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, bye. See how I saw it for them, don't them.